you expect to have a beautiful pregnancy um, and that's what society makes mm-hmm. pregnancy look like. They idolise this this perfect 40 weeks where mm-hmm. you're just you're glowing and you're happy and you love every minute of it. And yep. I think sometimes you're made to feel guilty that that's not the case. Welcome to Raw the Podcast with Amy and Grecian, where we talk real and raw with mamas who have had to fight and be fierce, who have been thrown curveballs and faced adversity. We discuss everything from premature birth and NICU life, special needs and infant loss, to those everyday mum life struggles we all feel. Nothing is off topic. We hope that by opening up and being vulnerable, we can break down the walls and start to remove some of the shame and stigma associated with these traumatic experiences while helping other mamas feel less alone. I'm Amy, special needs and medical mama to Premier Boys James and Jack. I'm the founder of my own small business and support network, Miracle Mama, where I advocate fiercely for the infertility, Premier and special needs community. And I'm Grecian, mama of four girls, including two full-termers, Adeline and Macy, and a set of Premier twins, Hannah and Riley, born at 25 weeks. I'm an IVF warrior and am passionate about sharing the unfiltered ups and downs of motherhood. We don't share your average mama stories, and this isn't your average podcast. Raw is unrefined and breaks through the bullshit of navigating guilt, grief, and trauma. I mean, let's be honest, we've been through more shit than some could even imagine, so at this point we don't really have a filter. But with this being said, please note we do talk about sensitive topics in our episodes, which we know can be distressing. We give this warning simply to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Please take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to ask for help if you need it. And lastly, let us assure you that it's not all bad and sad. It's a place to have real and raw conversations. Ask those questions that may be playing on your mind. And above all, we hope to shine a light on the life-changing perspective and appreciation that only these experiences can give you. We share the overwhelming joys and triumphs that our little miracles bring to our lives. And we discuss the inspiration and hope we have gained from this community. While our experiences are individually unique, We are forever a part of something truly special, a community of fierce mama bears and their cubs navigating the storm, and together we'll roar. Welcome to our 50th episode of Raw the Podcast. What? 50? I just threw that on you then. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I didn't even realise that. I don't even know what number we were up to, like fire out I know just crazy and we are so so close to 20,000 downloads 20,000 that's insane I know what a whirlwind it's just yeah such insane numbers milestone isn't it yay yeah and so fitting that Today we have Emma, the original co-host mm-hmm. of Raw, on the pod to give an update and chat through and break the stigma about some pretty bloody relevant topics to our community. Yep. Yeah. But first, what's been happening, G? Give me the goss. Give you the goss. Well, I don't know how much to go Got into right now. Well, I don't I do have goss, but I don't really want to go into it right now. I'll probably save it for our yeah, oh, we're going to do a big chat because it's been a while. It's been a hot minute yeah. since we updated everyone on life. So yeah, that'll be the so, next episode, but yeah. yeah, I think I'll go more into it then. Just surviving, just more hospital appointments. Got heaps more, a few more this week. Um, Riley yeah. had her peg 
appointment with the doctor, consultant mm. or whatever. So that's yeah. booked in for the next six to eight weeks. Hopefully you can get on the cancellation list, get it done earlier. Um, and mm-hmm. then she's got audiology this week, respiratory, followed by some other appointments the weeks after. Just never ends. Never ends. Mm. That's yep. pretty much it. Oh, wait, she did, going to poo topic straight away, she did do a poo on the <laughs> potty. I was oh, very impressed. Her, I didn't her even know this. second poo on the potty ever. So she did one like when we first started toilet training when she was like two, yeah. um, two and a half, and then never again, and then she did one the other day. I was very happy. Once yeah, off. That's amazing. But yeah, but like I had to still. Throw that in there. How good does it feel, mm-hmm. like, for you as well? So good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's done maybe three or four wees on the potty as well this week. So oh, that's great. Yeah, not pressuring you her. You wonder but... whether, like, being at school, whether she starts seeing that and, like, learn a little bit from her peers as well. I mean, I know she's got three sisters. but Maybe. <laughs> she could learn from. But maybe. I think how much that I helps. Think or... We got the potty out because Macy was interested. Yeah. So I think it was because Macy like runs over to the potty. So Riley's like, no, I'm going. So I think it's sibling oh, yeah. rivalry with those two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes down to that, doesn't it? Yes, yes. Then uh, what's been happening with your boys and you? Well, actually, before we get into that, speaking of poo, oh, yeah. it just popped into my head. Um, I want to know everyone's thoughts on whether they would like us to do an episode dedicated to poo, not so much poo, <laughs> but to toileting, to toilet training. <laughs> toileting um, incontinence. Yeah, toileting incontinence in general. Um, I know I have spoken about it in the past, Jack's OT that we saw who specialised mm. in toileting, and I did mention to Grecian that maybe we could try and get her um, – on yep. as a guest to chat through some of the tips and tricks she that has had awesome. success with. Um, I haven't, I'm not promising anything because I don't even know if that would be an option. But yeah, I really like the audience's um, yeah thoughts on whether they think that that would be something they'd be keen to listen to. So let us Definitely. know, pop into our inbox, um, whether that's something you want to hear. Um, but yeah, life with us. Um, oh. We've, yeah, we've got. I've got a couple little things to update on Jack, but I'll leave that until the next episode. James had a birthday, which was exciting. Actually, our twinnies had a birthday too. Oh yeah, the twins had the birthday as well. It's been a big yeah. birthday week for both of us. Well, it just feels like yeah, we haven't chatted in so long. So much has happened. That's why I'm a bit perplexed where to start. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, we're same. actually going away. Scott and I are going away. We've had we had our ten year wedding anniversary, and we're going away, kid free, for four oh. nights to the beach. Oh my which god! Is just epic, yeah. <sighs> like, like this is the first Huge time we've gone away kid free since before we had oh. kids. So, um, yeah, longest we'll have been away from them. My mum's having the boys. It's we're going Wednesday, so not far now, and I. Like I'm excited, but I'm also quietly freaking out the closer it gets because I don't know how they'll go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it'll be so good. We need this so much. I can just feel us yeah, both like tipping over yep. and reaching boiling points. So just to have like to be able to go away in the van and enjoy it. I feel yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. not just, have kids to run around after. Just look after you uh, yeah, two. Just and I'm going to read a book. That's what I'm oh, going to do. I've been going trying to read. To read I can't remember the, the special last time book. I read a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying. Yeah, so that's that. Nothing much more. Mm. But in saying that, I we probably will just drop, have a week off of the pod 
because I don't mm-hmm. want to do any work while I'm over mm-hmm. there. So um, we will be dropping our next episode in a fortnight. So um, yeah, going to give us mm-hmm. both a give, listen to me. Give us both a week off. That's <laughs> fine, fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be more to um, update yeah. then. Yeah, we'll go into everything more then. We'll do a full go back yeah. to the basics. I've got so many mum life moments, mum brain moments. I've got so many recommendations. I've got like a list of notes in my phone of all oh, these look things at you and go. all these funny stories. I know because I've we, my mum brain doesn't keep just a track us. of that. Yeah, well, I got no space got in little... my mental capacity. For yeah, that. <laughs> yours is full. <laughs> yeah, but just like a couple of little cool stories, a couple of not so cool stories, just some just some content. I just every time mm-hmm. I think of something, I'll write it down. Good. So, yeah, lots lots yeah. to chat about. But, yeah, let's get into our chat with Emma. So I have so much I want to say about this episode, but mm. no words that will, like, sum up how, no. how much I loved it. Like, and the love it I have amazing. for this girl and what she stands for and the way she speaks. So, like, mm-hmm. she speaks so eloquently about her experiences purely to help others. And, yep. like, the topics we discussed were quite tough and they're but they're so important and they're so powerful and should be spread far and wide like we talked about the anxiety of high-risk pregnancy after loss traumatic birth societal expectations Mm -hmm. of pregnancy and motherhood and the lack of control and the heartache that we feel when it doesn't go the way we had hoped because it doesn't always go the way we had hoped and that's why we all like why we started this podcast like to share those not so average stories and to break the stigma about these topics that isn't spoken about enough and to have Emma back on oh it was just amazing I know it was so amazing really powerful and unfortunately it is because she is back in a very traumatic and tricky situation so her bravery to come Mm. on was just inspiring and yeah we will get into it now enjoy Zuno is the next level germ protection you've been waiting for. If you've followed me for a while now, you'll know how highly I speak of Zuno and their products as an added layer of defense against germs. My favorite product is their antibacterial hand sanitizers, perfect for all ages, even babies. It's water-based, alcohol-free and scientifically proven. Zuno is a must in our household every morning. Even Macy knows how to rub her hands together with Zuno. I always have it on hand when we are out and about in case I forget to use it before we leave the house to minimise our chances of picking something up. Zuno helps make germs one less thing on the list to think about because us mums have enough on our plate, right? And when kids get sick, the routine is massively interrupted. Zuno currently has up to 40% off store-wide until stocks last. Enjoy life's precious moments and stress less about nasties with Zuno. Welcome back, Emma, to Raw the Hi, Podcast. Emma. Yay! Hey, it's, it's been a while. I know. I feel a bit strange <laughs> doing this again. OG co-host. Okay. <laughs> I love that you're here. Yeah. I love it. I'm sure yeah. I'll love it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. We've asked you to come back on the pod because for those that don't know, Emma is pregnant with another little girl. Unfortunately, it's been a rough bloody journey though once again. So we wanted to sit down and talk real and raw about the overwhelming anxiety of high-risk pregnancy Mm -hmm. and on top of that, Mm -hmm. pregnancy after loss. Yep. 
But first, how have you been? I saw it was Hazel's first day of kindy this week. How did she go? How did you go? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Mm. <laughs> I wasn't sad. I was a little bit sad. But, um, nah, it's been nice um, living out in the country. We don't have much other options for childcare. So just to have her set there yeah. for a few days. And she's been so excited. She hasn't stopped. Yeah talking about oh, it so nah so it's been really nice but very quiet it's mm. yeah strange not being able strange yeah, but it's, it's good weird. strange like, yeah. you get excited to drop them off and then mm. like I find myself at one o'clock like counting down to when I can go pick her up so mm-hmm. um yeah. but no it has yeah. been ha- has been nice yeah. and she, the fact that she loves it makes it so much easier yeah, yeah she had the biggest grin on her face. Oh, she's photos. just so, so impressed cute. with herself. Like, yeah, she thinks she's yeah. <laughs> she thinks she's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. adorable. <laughs> yeah. Well, she is. <laughs> what else has been happening apart from the pregnancy, which we'll get into? Anything new to share? Nah, I think yeah, that's about it, really. Like the, that's taking up all your time. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. I don't think we would be able yeah. to um, handle anything else. So, um, yeah. Right now, yeah, yeah. no. Okay, so let's then get into your pregnancy. First, how far along are you now and when are you due? So I am 20 weeks today, which for people who know high-risk pregnancy, that's a pretty Mm. big um, milestone to get to. Big milestone. So, yeah, Mm, I'm due in June, hopefully. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, sort of May, June-ish is is the goal at this point. The goal. Yes. Yeah. In an ideal world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now for the nitty gritty, we'll deep dive into everything. Can you tell us how it happened, the pregnancy? Obviously not the physical act. We don't need to hear about that. Um, But we know it was quite a journey to actually falling pregnant and then also how you found out and the challenges you've had so far throughout the pregnancy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we felt like it took us a few months to fall pregnant. Um, but I think the biggest, like the longest part for us was actually making the decision to try again, um, and have another baby that took us quite a bit of backwards and forwards. We always knew that even before, um, Willow passed away, we always knew that we wanted to extend our family, um, but after she passed, that just added a whole lot more into the decision as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is understandable. Yeah. So just sort of trying to go backwards and forwards with between ourselves and also health professionals about what our odds are of, of things going well or things going the way they did um, in our last pregnancy. So, um, yeah, we'd made the decision that we wanted to and, that it would be a good thing for our family and um, the um, doctors were pretty certain that I would be able to have the, the same chance as everyone else is having a normal pregnancy. Um, so that was positive. But, yeah, we took a little while, but, yeah, we, we did it and, yep. yeah, here we are. <laughs> and how did you find out? How did I find out? Hmm, that feels so long ago now. I think I, I've known quite early on with all of my pregnancies, like I'm pretty in tune with my body mm. um, and I just felt shit. I've never been sick with any pregnancies. I've never vomited once. 
but apart from mm-hmm. this one, I was really crook from the get go. Um, so so that you just was, knew. Yeah, I just knew that I was, um, and I had been like tracking my cycle and stuff as well. So sort of testing on the right days and um, yeah, yeah, positive pregnancy test, and yeah, that definitely bought a mixture of emotions. emotions. Obviously happy. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also that part of trying not to get too excited at the same time of, cause you just know what can happen. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, sorry, I haven't got this in the questions and don't feel like you need to answer, Mm. but, um, when you say that you obviously had to speak to a lot of health professionals and weigh up the decision to have another baby, did that involve, Mm -hmm willow's sort of medical stuff and genetic testing and all of that yeah i mean look we probably haven't um i think the last conversations we probably had on the pod was talking about um that we're waiting for willow's coroner's report and um that sort of stuff hoping that that would bring us a little bit of um closure and maybe help us in making the decision on whether we um tried for more children but Unfortunately, it just didn't. For those who have seen coroner's reports before, they opened up, it opened up more of a can of worms for us more than anything. Um, Didn't really give us a solid answer, gave us lots of possibilities of what could have happened. We know that she was a very sick child, but yeah, they just couldn't 100% pinpoint and say, look, this is what Mm -hmm. it was and this is why it happened. So um, we to and fro about whether to do the genetic testing um, and weighed up our options and looked at the positives and negatives of doing it and we just decided that it probably wasn't for us um, for many reasons. I just think we – they didn't know what was, like, what was wrong anyway, so um, we just didn't want to open up even more. Of a can of worms for yeah. us, um, yeah, and it wouldn't it wouldn't sway the decision at the end of the day either way. Like it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. wouldn't have changed anything. Um, so I think, yeah, just after some conversations, and we had a bit of support in that decision from medical medical professionals saying, look, it, it's it's not gonna, it might not give you any answers. Yeah. So yeah, and then you'll just be left knowing, like not having an answer. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I think we just, yeah, that was just a decision we made. And and that was obviously benefit. Yeah, that was good for you and yeah. your family at the time yeah. to decide that. Yeah. And I think mentally, um, I don't know if I would have been able to deal with the answers if, yeah, if it didn't come back with anything, then yep. yeah. 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 So, yeah. So then can you go through some of the challenges you've had throughout this pregnancy then? Yeah. Um, it's been a very similar pregnancy to Willow, unfortunately. Um, I started bleeding at maybe, I think it was nine, ten weeks, which is about the same time I started bleeding with Willow um, and quite heavy bleeding, not just sort of like a spot. Spotch. So that was a, yeah, so um, and followed with quite a, a severe amount of pain. So um you lead straight to miscarriage, obviously. Um, that was my first um, thoughts, but yeah, it kind of continued that way, has continued that way from the start. Um, so just and living in the country, 
it makes it quite hard. So just mm. going back and forth course, between um, the hospital with that from extra stress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And especially in the early days, there's nothing they can do. If you're going to miscarry, you're going to miscarry um, no matter what gestation you are up until sort of around 20 weeks. They can't really do anything to help. Um, so, yeah, just trying to follow along that journey and just take every week as it came Um and, yeah, we'll just c- continue to do that really. But um, they don't really have a 100% reason why it's all happening. They know that my cervix is short, mm-hmm. um, which can cause an irritable uterus, which could be a part of what's happening. But it's a bit of a mystery. They, as I say, some people just aren't made to be pregnant <laughs> and yeah. it seems yeah. that I'm one of those people possibly. And they also said it could be a girl thing. So when I carry girls, it could be, could be cause yeah. complications. Something. So, um, yep. yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just sort of going down that path and just working out a plan from here and just assessing every time that, that I bleed or have pain, um, and stuff like that and just trying to monitor the symptoms that I have and I've started some new medication to try and help my cervix um Mm -hmm. and yeah just on very limited activity I'm not allowed to do a whole lot um in the hope that maybe that prevents prevents any more having a preterm birth um but yeah just trying to go from here really because they didn't want to put a stitch in did they no, so that's what they would usually um, suggest for people that have had more than one preterm baby is they put a cervical stitch in. Um, but because I have been actively bleeding um, and that's what happened in the end when I birthed Willow is I bled out, if they put a stitch in, they wouldn't. I wouldn't have any warning signs. Like yeah, you wouldn't okay. be able to see the blood. Yeah. I would just bleed. You would just bleed internally, internally which is obviously much. worse. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, oh I may gosh. have the pain, but I wouldn't be able to see that I was actually bleeding. Mm. Um. So the the cervical stitch just wasn't an option, unfortunately. Um. So yeah, just going down the route of um a progesterone medication that you use daily instead to see if that will help my cervix instead of the stitch so um which is all new I they didn't know like they hadn't measured measured my cervix to be short with willow or hazel so hopefully this knowledge is a bit of power and Mm -hmm. maybe yeah hopefully it helps be a bit ahead of the game yeah 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 hopefully yeah I just I can't even imagine going like the right words to say this but like I can't even imagine going through that again so similar to Willow's mm. like my heart just yeah. breaks mm. yeah like, I just I have I mean oh. yeah it certainly brings like a lot of trauma it mm. brings a lot back you kind of when we decided to have another baby we you obviously hope that it would be a completely different, different experience for us and mm. um so just to be able to enjoy pregnancy and not be mm-hmm. be constantly worried um, and stressed, and to be and, able to get yeah, yeah on and edge. to be able to get excited as well, like like we've only just sort of ordered a cot and that sort of stuff because you've just got that worry of well, mm-hmm. what if like what's going to happen with all of this stuff if something goes wrong with this baby or 
um, you're literally living and also on the trying edge to be every excited day. at the same time. Yeah, especially when we've got Hazel as well. So we try and be excited for her, um, mm. but then to not get too ahead of ourselves either and just know that there's a possibility that things might not go the way we want them to. So, yeah, it has been definitely hard on us as a family, but it's a decision we made when we, we chose to try again. So um doesn't mean make it any easier. No. But, no. yeah. 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 I remember obviously a completely different situation to you, Emma, but um, with my high-risk pregnancy with Jack, I've said in the past, like, it's one of the hardest things I've ever been through. Like, I was a shell of a human. I don't even recognise the person that I was. And I can honestly say that I didn't cope at all mentally. Like, I was not okay. And the chance of losing him was very real and hanging over my head every single second of every single day. Like, I describe it as sitting on a bus next to a ticking time bomb, but for months, like, on end. And this is one of the topics that I get asked about the most from my community. So... So many people reach out to me absolutely terrified, not only about pregnancy after premature birth, but even like the fear of having another baby, uh, making that decision. You know, they often ask, how the hell do you survive this? And like, I can't even say how. You just do um, somehow. Just, yeah. Even thinking about it, I well up every time trying to support these people because oh, I'm honest, I don't have words and it's traumatic, it's fucked. And like I did write a blog through it. Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it as it felt easier yeah. to just write it down and then share that with people because um, it was such a triggering topic for me and then it's, you know, something that I can spread easily to people and then they could instantly feel mm-hmm. seen and feel heard. So I will link that blog in the show notes. Um, but I think talking about it is so important because so many people say, am I alone in feeling like this? Like this is bad. This is worse than I ever imagined. Mm. Is this is this mm. how it is or am I the only one? Definitely but not like the only one. Few, there are people that um, in different ways understand it and I think, Emma, you're so brave for coming on here and opening up a conversation about Definitely. this and sharing the real and the raw truth because yeah. it's so important for others. Yeah. 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 Is there anything in particular that has helped you to manage all of the emotions or have you got any tips or advice for others going through this? Not, I mean, not really. <laughs> I think... It's so true though. There's nothing yeah. you can say or do, does can, is there? It's no. hard to give yeah. someone advice for it because it is, like you said, it is shit. Yeah. It's not what we asked for. You expect to have a beautiful pregnancy um, and that's what, society makes Mm -hmm. pregnancy look like they idolize this this perfect 40 weeks where Mm -hmm. you're just you're glowing and you're happy and you love every minute of it and I think sometimes you're made to feel guilty that that's not the case Mm. how lucky I am to be pregnant and um that's an honor and but I think that gets used and shoved in your face a little bit it's like yes I am lucky but sometimes I'd prefer not to be pregnant if this is what it was going to be. But people take that in a really awful way. Mm. Um, But they don't know until they've been in the position that you're in that that is a normal feeling. And I think just being able to acknowledge that and know that that doesn't make you a bad person and that doesn't make you ungrateful for being pregnant um, because it is shit. It's shit and it's traumatic and um, it brings up a lot of emotions from the past and yes hopefully in the end you get to hold your healthy baby but not knowing that that's actually going to happen 
is is like you said you're just you're almost sitting on a sitting like a ticking time bomb like yeah. you know what could happen and it it's could terrifying. happen any second yeah. yeah 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 so it's very hard to be grateful at the same time as having that that feeling um but having so, that yeah. fear and anxiety doesn't mean that you're not grateful either. Like it doesn't take away from that. I think, you know, if we if we had an, an easier journey with it, it would be a lot easier to be grateful, you know. Like it doesn't take away from the fact yeah. that we're, we know where, yeah. And then there are the people yeah. that unfortunately don't get the happy ending and that's real and we have to, I think, like you said, instead of painting this perfect picture every time is acknowledging that sometimes shit does go wrong. No one tells you when you get pregnant about the things that no, could go wrong. No, not and at I know all. we don't yeah. want to scare people, but no. like it's real and it happens. And no wonder people feel so alone in these feelings when it does happen because no one bloody yeah. talks about it. And that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. And like your situation, Emma, is heightened. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think some people also look at it as like, well, you, you, you made this decision. You, you, you knew your your risk factors and all that sort of stuff. But then you kind of just think, well, oh, but that's bullshit. You go in the ocean that's and you, so t- you, you, you go in the ocean and you take what the risk I? of being bitten by a yeah. shark. You get in a car and you yeah. have the chance of being every in a day, car accident. Every like, day, yeah. If I knew yep. something was going to go wrong, I wouldn't do it. But I'm not going to live my life and not not try. So it's hard. I think you can't win either way, <laughs> unless you've been in the position. It's yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And it's it's shit either way. You're either going through this high risk pregnancy and this anxiety and this fear, or you're giving up your dream of having another baby. Yeah, like either which way, is huge. How can people say what's right or wrong Both are huge. when either yeah. option is freaking shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And especially when you add like child loss or something like that on top of that, it's just you, yeah, people don't factor in all your reasonings and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, people just don't quite understand sometimes how hard it is. And it wasn't just a, an easy decision. We didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, we're going to have another baby. And um, there was a lot of thought. No, there's when, so much more to it. There's so many yeah, layers yeah. Um, that you need to process and go through. Yeah. But then I think you worry as well that like one of my worries is if things do turn to shit that people will just think, oh, well, like told you so type mm. thing, which they probably won't. But, yeah, but that's um, something that sits, yeah, 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 you just have that yeah. worry that, yeah. It still plays in your mind. people are going to think of you and, yeah, yeah absolutely, mm. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, like you said, yeah. you didn't choose for this to be the way it is and it's not like you're you're going into this, unaware or uneducated or yeah like I don't think it's anyone's place to think or say anything and yeah those people yeah they need to look internally and think hard about their own (laughs) their own stuff if that's how they're gonna they're gonna be but yeah yeah exactly so then often in this situation we often we forget about the dads so how has Dylan been through all of this I mean, look, I couldn't love that human being more if I tried, Mm. but this sort of um, scenario and with Willow, it either brings you closer together as a couple or it tears you apart. And he just day by day just shows me how incredible he is and how much he steps up every day for our family. Mm. Um, 
which is just is this just like having always having a backbone with you all the time mm. um supporting yeah. you but yeah like you said no one really considers how they're feeling so and he's not mm. one to really give you much either but um no, like most guys yeah, yeah. but you yeah. know them you know when what they're thinking even though they're not saying it sometimes yeah. um yeah and yeah but no he he's been good he brings me back in when I may get too excited which is which is good but it's also I know understand that would also be really hard for him but he also can yeah. do the opposite mm-hmm. and get me excited when I'm not excited at all so um, yeah, that balances you yeah. out a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, evens it all out, and um, especially having to be so rested and not be able to do much, he certainly had to had to step up his role up. in the family on mm. top of running his own business and all of that other stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm very lucky that he is the way he is. That's for sure. Yeah, he's a champ. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> and how is Hazel? I'm sure she's super excited and I'm guessing you're trying to shield her from all of the challenges as much as possible. But you've also been spending a lot of time away, obviously, in Adelaide and at hospital. Has she picked up on that? Yeah, she's a smart kid, um, especially after what she's been through um, mm. with the loss of Willow and um, we made the conscious decision to announce our pregnancy quite early, um, like sort of before we met the 12-week the mark, purely because we wanted to include her in the journey. And, yeah, yeah we knew as soon yeah. as we told her, she would tell everyone. Tell everyone, um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we told her and she was super excited. Um, but lots of questions and more sort of logical questions than you would expect to come from a four-year-old about birth and um, babies and that. But I think she's been through a lot already. She understands more than the average four-year-old. Straight away it was, so who's going to look after me when you're not here? And when you're in hospital, where will I be type thing? Um, Which is so, it's understandable that that's what's going through her mind, but also really sad at the same time. Yeah. So I think our main focus has obviously been this baby, but also reassuring her, but not um, not sugarcoating things either. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't long ago where she said to us, one of her friends had gotten a puppy, and she said to me, "Can we can we get a puppy?" And I said, "Well, we know we're going to have a baby soon. Like you're going to have a new brother or a sister to look after." And she just said to me, "Well, when this baby dies." Oh. Yeah, a puppy. Yeah. Oh gosh. And she said it's so matter of fact as well. Like yeah. not much of that's what she's That's that's yeah. what she's been yeah. through. Yeah. Oh. So <sighs> it was very hard to sit there cry. and not um, yeah, yeah. It's awful, isn't it? It is it was hard and it's hard not being able to sit there and say to her, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, because you can't and even say that. Because oh, you yeah. can't you can't yeah, yeah you I'm can't not guarantee lie that. To her. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to her and tell her that everything's gonna be okay because it might not be. Um so I think oh, just man. we've Emma. just tried to include her. When we're excited, we're excited and mm-hmm. we look at baby yeah. stuff and we include her as much as we can. But when I do have an emergency and I have to get flown out 
I think just being honest with her and saying yeah. that mummy's mm-hmm. sick and um, the baby's not very well and the doctors will do everything we they need to can. get checked um, and, yeah, just being yeah, yeah, so, that you're being honest. Yeah, because I would never want her to feel like we're lying to her, especially when she does have so much understanding yeah. of what's going on. If she wasn't asking those questions, then we probably wouldn't. Like she mm-hmm. wouldn't be emotionally ready, but she's she's been through enough to understand. And she's showing that she understands on, enough. So. Yep. Mm, yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, just trying to include her in that roller coaster of emotions as much as we we can but trying to make it as exciting for her as yeah. as possible um yeah. yeah you're doing an amazing job I think you're incredible yeah I was just gonna say that yeah, yeah just amazing yeah thank you so speaking of darling willow her anniversary and birthday is also coming up amongst all of this how are you feeling about that honestly me and Dylan only spoke about this the other week and we both just couldn't believe that another year had almost yeah. passed it's just yeah. it feels like yesterday we were celebrating or not we're celebrating her her first her birthday when she wasn't with us and um mm. and then mourning the day that she passed away so it it it's strange um because you've been so thinking busy about that as yeah. well yeah 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 and it's not that we don't think of her every single day. It's just it, time changes things. Mm. Um, and we, yeah, we have had to just really try and focus on our, on this baby currently and, and Hazel. Um, but in the back, yeah. In it's the back always in the back of She's mind. always yeah. there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of my worries at the moment is, with her birthday and her day of passing is in April and being due in June is the possibility mm, of maybe yeah. celebrating but, that that birthday and anniversary yeah. in the hospital yeah. either with a premature baby or awaiting the arrival of one or yeah. mourning the loss of another one. So it's, yeah, it's a hard one, but I think we'll just have to take it as it, as it comes yeah. like we like we have. Take it moment by moment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of emotions connected to to yeah to it all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And time is just is you just can't believe how quick it it goes since she's passed yeah. and um yeah. you see all the photos and the videos of all the other the little ones that were born at the same time of her and you just look mm. at them and I'm still stuck in her being what she was um yeah and then you see have that reminder of what she could have been at the same time what if so it is it does give you a bit of a rude shock yeah um but yeah we just keep taking it as it comes really yeah so then where to from here what's the plans moving forward with the pregnancy and delivery how are you feeling about obviously everything to come you have touched on this a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I think we're just at the moment just trying to take it week by week really. Um, we've returned from our 20-week appointments in Adelaide, which were which were positive. Baby, like she looks really healthy. 
um, and happy and she's a good weight. Um, but there are obviously those signs there that things might not go well. The, the flow of blood to my, um, from my placenta to the baby isn't great, um, which could mean the chance of having a, an early baby again and her growth um, being restricted as well. So it's just the close monitoring really and just going day by day. We did sort of open up the conversation of what my birth might look like if things go to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really, really set on hopefully having um, a like a vaginal, a vaginal birth, but um, it just doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Um, so I think it's just bringing myself back down to earth again that that's okay and um, mm. sort of you mourn that loss as well at the same oh, time. Like I feel like everything yeah. is just you're just constantly losing because yeah. um, that's what I hoped for and for some people that might not be such a big thing but it's I've just experienced that. Thing yeah. to and yep. Like I'm, I'm going to burst into tears like yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 It's huge. Yeah. And I remember we were dri- we were driving home from the hospital yesterday and it was such a positive appointment and everything went so well. And I don't think Dylan had really picked up on the fact of them saying that you were having another C-section. He didn't see how that would affect mm. me and I just burst in tears and he just said what's wrong and I just said I just feel so robbed like yeah. I'm just yeah I just wanted that experience that everyone it looks so amazing like and that's all I'll ever have is one born every minute and watching watching that and seeing how beautiful birth can be mm. and yeah. to know that you won't ever get that is um is really heartbreaking so yeah, yeah, it's just sort of mourning, mourning that, and then yeah. And that's the perfect word for it, is robbed. Yep. Yeah. It's robbed of so like many things. It's not your choice. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got yeah. no control. Even with like trying yeah. to get this baby to term and to viable, you just have to sit and wait, mm. and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's so freaking unfair. Yeah. And yeah. like you just want to have control over one little thing, and then that, yeah, that's taken thing. away from yeah. you as well. Yeah. It's just yeah, and constantly giving wanted. up. I just wanted to go into and, labor. Yeah. Like I just wanted to have that that feeling mm-hmm. and that initial bond with yeah. the baby. And hopefully, maybe this time, if I can get closer to term, I'll at least be able to be awake um, and be able to hold baby straight away. But yeah. I've been robbed of all of that before. Like I've been put yeah. to sleep. I, my, it's not I haven't fair. had a support person like, there yeah. and I yeah. haven't seen my baby until hours, sometimes a day afterwards. So it's just not the birth and I think that's what people forget. It's what comes after you've had yeah. A, yeah. an emergency cesarean that people don't realise you miss out on everything that's yeah. to follow and they make such a big deal of how important that yeah, that's first the other contact thing. with that your bond baby is and, and when the, you don't yeah. get that, yeah. you just, yeah. yeah, yeah, you just feel, yeah, robbed. But I think what comes with that as well, like what you were saying, um, you know, that you just want these things like one or two things and then everyone always says oh yeah but as long as there's a healthy baby at the end but then like yeah you've got a healthy baby don't worry about all the shit that you had to go through to get there all the trauma all the heartache all the loss like it doesn't discount the fact that it was freaking awful to get there in the first place 
and then you might not even have that healthy baby at the end of it sometimes it doesn't work out that way either you know like I just I think people just downplay everything oh but at the end let's just as long as the baby gets here and arrives here and is is safe and healthy yeah but it doesn't always and even I think end especially like that. when they, they can't even promise that I think if I could no, be promised yeah. that I can have a cesarean and everything will be fine you know what I would be disappointed but I would be happier but the fact that, mm. you, that you can't even have that guarantee of having yeah. yeah like serious yeah. surgery for the third time yeah and yeah. then not even knowing that you might have a will baby after that is just yeah, but mm. that's what you get is people saying, oh, well, like at least if you you have a healthy baby and um, at least you, you can um, you have that option and that's the safest thing for you and they're doing the right thing by you and the baby and I get that and that's great and I would that's yeah. what I want but it doesn't mean it can't be no. disappointing at the yeah, same time. Yeah. yeah, you're allowed yeah. to feel those those yeah. other feelings that come with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that goes back yeah. into what we were saying about this um, balance between feeling grateful and blessed and then feeling robbed. Like it's okay to be mm, both. And it both, annoys me yeah. when, when people expect, yeah, can't, can't understand that they can coexist. And so I did want to bring up mm. um, recently a mum posted in the Miracle Mama support group about something surrounding this. So this is a topic that's been quite hard for me um, and I know a lot of others as well that like being told or knowing in your heart that you can't actually have any more children when you weren't ready to stop and I think that's a flow on from what we're talking mm. about so I thought I would bring it up here um, and like Emma you know you've obviously recently gone through this with the decision to have another baby you know about weighing up all of those decisions and having those chats with your doctors and it's not something anyone should ever have to be sitting there and weighing up. Um, For me at the moment, I'm at a stage where I think if we were able to, I would be thinking about having another child. Um, And that's, it's really heavy for me that this is something that I'm not, that I, again, another choice that's been taken away from me. It's something I'm probably never going to get over. But at the same time, I am grateful and happy with what I've got. I'm more than anyone has understand like how lucky and blessed I am to yeah. have my boys. And like, I'll never take that for granted, but it, I do grieve the fact that I can't have another baby. Like it was a choice that was taken away from me and fuck anyone mm-hmm. that tries to tell me that I'm being ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah. So this mum that posted in the support group, she said, how do you make peace with the fact that you cannot have any more children? I'm in such a dark place right now and I'm trying to pull myself out, but I'm struggling so much. Diagnosed stage three kidney disease, half the damage done from my type one diabetes and half from my severe preeclampsia times two over the past three years. Being told I'll 100% get preeclampsia again and another pregnancy could fast track my need for a transplant in the future or worst case, put me in kidney failure during pregnancy. I don't want to end up on dialysis at 28 when I have two amazing babies to care for already. Two beautiful miracle babies and they've already fought so hard after being born at 25 and 29 weeks with their own lifelong health concerns. I should be so thankful. Trust me, I am. I know how lucky I am to have them here, especially after seeing our first off for nine surgeries. I'm grateful, but I'm also mourning. I just didn't think our family was complete. I just wanted one more chance. I look at my girl and just can't believe I'll never have another baby again and I should be treasuring it and taking it all in, but it just pains me and makes my heart ache in a way I just can't describe. I feel so ripped off. My pregnancy with G was so hard. I was so sick. 
I can't believe that's going to be my last memory of having babies. I'll never get maternity photos, never get to have a positive birthing experience and make up for my past two, which have been absolutely traumatic. I feel so ungrateful and selfish. And this just, this, yeah, that post really obviously hit Mm. so close to home. I think it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to read and even reading it again now Mm. gives me goosebumps. But the bit at the end about never having a positive birth experience and only having trauma and that's the part that is just so unfair. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted people to know that if they're in this situation that they're not alone. Like Mm. our situations aren't common, unfortunately. Not many people are told they can't have a child or they can't have another child. And then we, which means we can't just turn to one of our friends in mm. our circle and talk about this stuff on the same level because no one can understand yeah. it. So just please know that you're not alone and please try to find someone to talk to that's been there, whether that is in the online community, in the Miracle Mama or raw support groups or even talking to a therapist or even reaching out to one of us um, just to let that heartache and that pain out because it's a lonely and dark place. But, yeah, there's there's others who have. Yeah been there in in similar ways so oh, that's yeah that's hard to read and listen to isn't it it is yeah and I think and it's like where does that like I just don't and this is what I don't understand about society though is where does that where does that guilt like come from like why are we made to feel that way yeah it is a society about such mm. a huge decision in life and about such a huge thing in life it's it is supposed to be our human right to be able to have children mm-hmm. and experience beautiful births and have beautiful experiences and when you're robbed of that and you don't get that choice mm-hmm. fuck people who say you're ungrateful yeah. because you've 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 got two healthy children I would hate for someone to turn around and tell me that I was ungrateful because I had one healthy living child just because you have something doesn't mean you're not allowed to have something else and just because you know that it's the right decision for you and your family to maybe not have um more children and for your health doesn't doesn't make it easy and doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be upset especially if it wasn't wasn't your own you don't have to be okay with it you'll never be okay with that like we will never be okay with what's happened to us and that's something that I've had to learn and nothing, not even a healthy baby this time will never take away what has happened for us and, yeah, yeah, it's just shit that you're expected to weigh those things up and just be grateful for what you have because that's bullshit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, not, not fair, especially when you see people who have these beautiful experiences like, yeah. I was saying your situation, Emma, it's shit because like people um, expect you to eventually get over it or that time will heal. But these expectations mm. that, oh, yeah, just you'll, you'll eventually move no. on. But no, no, it will never be okay. Never. Ever. No. 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 And not even just not even just the fact that we lost her. Um, everything that comes before, like, comes before that, the NICU journey, everything. having a medically complex child, just because – she died doesn't make our experience like yes mate maybe makes it worse than others but it doesn't take away the NICU and the the traumatizing medical journey that people go through yeah um and people forget that like they think that she's passed and you forget all that trauma I think about the possibility of having someone put a catheter in me again for a c-section and that 
like that's that trauma itself actually puts me back yep. into yep. into like the births it takes you back there and the, the trauma of such simple things like that is is just something people don't understand unless, unless you've, you've been there had they just trauma. don't yeah, yeah they yeah. just don't understand little yeah. things such little things like you said that catheter mm. going in yeah. will trigger oh, like yeah. just yeah, yeah. Yes. but you don't get that choice like you it's you you have it or you don't yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's hard yeah. you feel very powerless in a situation where you're supposed to have the most yeah. power over your body and yeah. what's going yeah. on and I was going to go back to what you said about society and I think people who choose not to have babies who never want to have children and that's okay that's their path and that's their decision but then they get the there's this societal expectation that everyone's meant to be any female is meant to be a mother and be this beautiful pregnant birthing goddess and everyone's journey is not the same and you know having babies isn't for everyone and they shouldn't be judged for that decision either so I just think we need to Mm. change the narrative around pregnancy and birth and stop painting it as this like perfect beautiful experience and sometimes it is and that's amazing and I wish we could have that like everyone wants that but it's not always the case and some people have it so much harder some people can't even have it at all and that's something that we need to talk about more so thank you Emma for yeah yeah like especially your story in particular for coming on and chatting about this after what you've been through is so so brave and it's helping so many people I just want to say thank you Emma as well from the bottom of my heart for starting raw the podcast with Amy mm-hmm. um and just his whole platform like I am so grateful for you and everything you have done and gone through you and Amy mm-hmm. are both just so amazing like, I'm gonna yeah. cry I don't know you've got me willing <laughs> oh, up no, you're gonna make me cry I haven't cried this whole time I know I'm impressed <laughs> I'm the one here tearing up like normal <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted I needed to say that yeah like, oh no and you know what I that was it was one of the hardest things that I have ever had to do amongst all of that was to just take a step back from the podcast but to to see that it's in such beautiful hands and you girls do such an amazing job I might be a silent follower <laughs> and I may not be able to listen to them because I still do I feel I can find it so triggering mm. and for it, me it I is. had to make that decision for yeah. my mental health to be, and that's be really okay. conscious of what I choose to listen to, but yeah, and what you it doesn't mean here. that I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I see the people you girls help, and I know how, um, yeah, I know how important you are for people. So I think you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you. Well, you're so beautifully spoken. And Emma. Thanks for asking me yes. that. Yeah, it was Anytime. so lovely. I feel like I feel like I'm with my people. Yeah, yeah. like this, just this raw emotion that we're so yeah able to share with each other I think yeah. it's it's really special you don't have people in your lives like this often and it's times like this where I do I do miss being able to have these conversations yeah. because yeah yeah they but yeah that therapy side of it to talk about. getting it off your chest even though it is so yeah. hard yeah oh shit yeah so thank you you're yeah. incredible no, thank and you. we'll have you back again once we'll talk once again. um <laughs> everything settles down yeah yeah Thank you, Emma. Thanks so much. I'm just blown away by by yeah. that by that woman. Like she is just phenomenal. That's pretty much my outro. And I was the just end. so grateful to have her <laughs> on. Yeah, <laughs> the end. That is it. I was so grateful and how I said, yeah, 
yeah, just I lost for words. Yeah. She's just been through so much and she just inspires me. And I'm so grateful that she set up this podcast with you. Yeah, we obviously we wish Emma all the love and luck and strength and support in the world. Um, mm-hmm. She has a whole huge community of people cheering her on. Behind her. Yeah, and the whole family, they're just, yeah, surrounded by so much love. And I just, yeah, I think of it all the time and hope that everything goes yeah. as smoothly as it can. So we we've got your back and we're here if you ever need Um and I'd love if some of our listeners could send Emma a few words of support that I could send forward onto her. That'd be really special. Definitely. So, yeah, that's all from us this week. We, as I said, we will be back in your ears in a fortnight. We're having a well-deserved break and we'll be coming to you hot with everything that's been Lots happening over gossip. the last month. <laughs> all yeah. the shit. Lots. All of the shit to sit it's in with so us. Long. We're just sitting here having a chat and I'm like, I can't believe the stuff that's happening in your life creation that I don't know about. This is not okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need to catch up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, come and join us for that. And do your usual thing. We haven't asked for it in a while, but please leave us some love on our social media platforms. Go and subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. We would love the support and help us to keep reaching people who yeah who need to hear the things that we talk about so thanks guys have a lovely week we'll be back with you soon bye (laughs) bye macy bye